T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam. This is Sports Open Live on America's Sports Voice. Kansas City KMOX. Continuing on as we get into hour number two of the program, as always, if you want to chime in, you can do so. 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. Maybe you don't listen to the show live. You get the podcast on the Odyssey app or uh, possibly by going to KMOX.com. And I say something, and you're like, I got to respond to what he just said because he's so wrong. Well, you can't call, you can't text in the moment, but you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. By the way, we have... um. We're, we're ramping up our digital-only content when it comes to our Cardinals Conversations podcast feed, and we did our first social media conversation last week. And what that is is I, uh, I, I talk with somebody for 20, 25, 30 minutes or so, uh, somebody who writes about uh, the Cardinals on a, on a blog or podcast about them, somebody who I just think is a pretty smart baseball person, and we just have a fun baseball conversation. I am recording the second one of those tonight. Night, and it will uh, drop at some point during the day tomorrow. So keep an eye on Cardinals Conversations podcast feed and, 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 and countdown to opening day tomorrow night, six o'clock to eight o'clock. Mike Claiborne and myself will have you. We've got a lot planned for tomorrow's show. So uh, during these normal sports open line hours, we will have countdown to opening day coming up tomorrow. Uh, we'll get some of the comments from Scott Rowland. He held a, a media session uh, just a little while ago, and we'll play back some of what he had to say in just a bit. But right now, uh, we're going to continue our uh, hockey conversation and our St. Louis Blues conversation. Very happy to uh, welcome on to the program Mike Kelly. Now, you hear that name and you go, why is he having the Missouri football and basketball broadcaster on to talk about the Blues? It's a different Mike Kelly. He is Mike Kelly from NHL Network. You follow him on Twitter at Mike Kelly NHL. He joins us right now. Mike, thanks for your time. Do you ever get that? Have you ever had an interaction? Have you heard of him? Is there any connection? What uh, you, you hear Mike Kelly, and uh, in these parts, we certainly think about uh, the Missouri football and basketball broadcaster. I have not been fortunate enough to. I, I do know the name, though. Um, and I'll say this, St. Louis, uh, well-known for having elite Kelly broadcasters, yes. uh, some uh, certainly John Kelly, some that are uh, 
well above what I can do. So um, <laughs> I like St. Louis already just for that reason alone. Very good. That's a great way to uh, to start the conversation. Tonight's a, a nice night for the Blues in terms of some players coming back with uh, Tori Krug and Vladimir Tarasenko and, and Logan Brown, I guess. This has been a this has been a Blues team that has just been up and down and up and down. It feels like they've got a little bit more consistency lately. But as you take kind of a uh, a wide ranging view of this St. Louis Blues team, how would you describe them? Yeah, well, I think you you touched on a good point there. There's been ups and downs. There's been injuries. Um, it's been a bit of a rocky season for them, I guess. And in certain ways, kind of hard to evaluate. But. Um, you know, they've won six of the last 10. They're trying to hang in there. And getting those guys back will help, obviously. Uh, it's, te- it's a team that hasn't scored a ton this year. They're, they're giving up goals, too. Um, and I think, you know, now as we get approaching the trade deadline, you start looking at uh, who's going to be a buyer, who's going to be a seller. Where does St. Louis fit into all this? Do you think they still have a realistic chance of making the playoffs? Um, and those are pretty important questions. You know, there's there's guys who are – pending UFAs, big-name guys in St. Louis, and you're wondering what's going to happen. Um, it was funny. We were talking about this on the NHL Network last night. Uh, you know, is St. Louis kind of done in terms of the playoffs of the season, and should they sell and all this other stuff? And I, it just reminded me of we all said they were done January 1st, 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this isn't the same kind of year, obviously, but um, all, all things that I think they're probably going to be considered over the next month or so. You're really good when it comes to using data and analytics, and a lot of times those numbers can kind of give some insight on how a team is put together. Do you like the group of players and the way this Blues roster is constructed? Um, in general, sure. Like when, when everybody's healthy. Like I, I think the world of, of Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas um, as you know, kind of the future faces of the team and their skill level, their ability – you know, we've seen dips, obviously, with you know, the start that Cairo had. And, um, you know, Buchnevich is a solid player. Barbashev's a solid player. Saad, they've got some speed. So I, I don't – it's not so much the, the composition of the roster that I think is, is problematic. Like, I, I was never really sold, uh, although he's exceeded my expectations of, of what Nick Letty would bring. Um, I look at the blue line and, and, you know, you think you could maybe potentially be helped by some upgrades there as, as they move forward. Um, and you know, this season, the goaltending hasn't been great. Now the team defense hasn't been great either, but on top of that, the goaltending hasn't been great. So I'm st- I'm not in a position I would say where I'm, I'm real skeptical of the way the team's built, um, more so than it's just a, an odd year where they, they haven't had a ton of success. And, um, I'm sure they're going to be reevaluating if they want to, you know, I wouldn't say blow it up by any means, but kind of tinker around a little bit. It, they're in an interesting spot, and maybe if they're still kind of where they're at right now, maybe they do pull off a trade involving a Tarasenko or a Ryan O'Reilly if he gets healthy. But it feels like they they made some choices that they almost had to make following the Stanley Cup run, and now all of a sudden there's some guys making some money, and, and they've been kind of in cap hell for a while, and they just don't have a whole lot of flexibility. Yeah, no, that's true. They're right up against it, and so are so many teams in the league. That's why you know you hear speculation that the trade deadline could be kind of quiet, um, or at least it's kind of quiet right now. Is you know if there's going to be trades, you're you're likely looking at hockey trades, you know, one for one and somewhat similar salaries. You're likely looking at third party uh, teams coming in to to help with the the money being moved around. 
But this is an interesting season for St. Louis. And I think if you're a St. Louis Blues fan, you're, you're you know, a very smart hockey fan, as most of them are. But you're sitting there thinking, okay, you know, our team, we're at 49 points, and the cutoff right now is 55. Um, it's probably not going to happen. And, and I always look as well at how many teams you have to leapfrog to yeah. get in. Um, so, you know, sorry, Minnesota is at 54 if you look at the Central in that third spot. But there's still, yeah, Colorado's getting in. They're getting healthy. They're starting to buzz again. I mean, they're on the outside, but they're getting in. Um, so you got to leapfrog teams as well. And, you know, you got Tarasenko, who's a UFA. Um, you got Barbashev, who's a UFA. Achari, who's a UFA. Um, it, it's an opportunity as well, I think, to kind of reset a little bit. And I'm with you. I think they, they made some, some uh, signing, some moves that, that kind of had to be done after the cup final. But this team, as it stands right now, I don't think is good enough to be a cup contender. But there is money coming off the books and opportunity to you know, make some moves and, and do what you think needs to be done. All right, so all that being said, like you look at the East and you see Boston, and they are they're incredible. They they just seemingly never lose. But when I look at the West, and you're a lot smarter than I am when it comes to this stuff, so you can tell me I'm full of it, and I won't be offended by you. But I look at the Western Conference, and even even Dallas, who's the the best team from a points perspective. Uh, some of these other teams, whether it is a a Winnipeg or, or a Vegas, like I, I have a really hard time finding an elite team in the Western Conference, this team that is just seemingly unstoppable. Do you agree with me on that? 100%. And this is as open as the West has been, I think, at least in a few years. And everybody points to Colorado. Okay, they're going to, they're getting healthy. They've ripped off five wins in a row. McKinnon is, is out of his mind. Rantanen has been all year. Um, you know, Landis Cog will be back probably mid-late February, they hope. And I still think if all those things happen and it's all equal, they're not still not going to be probably quite as good as they were last year. Now, last year, they won the Stanley Cup and lost four games in the playoffs. They dominated. So even a bit of a knockdown version is still the favorite, in my view, in the West. Um, but that being said, I'm with you where I think it's open. I think Colorado still has to show that they can get back to being that dominant team. It's not a given. Edmonton right now has won six in a row, and they look great. But there's been inconsistency there. There's been goaltending inconsistency there. You can poke holes. Um, and you know, Vegas is stumbling. Seattle is shooting and scoring well above what they're generating, but they've been doing it all year, so maybe some of that's real. L.A., I am just blown away. They have a 592 points percentage, third in the Pacific, objectively the worst goaltending in the NHL. Like It, it literally almost cost them a goal a game. So imagine you're a hockey team and you start down one nothing, and you've still got 58 points in 49 games. That's how good the Kings are. So if that goaltending can get a little better, watch out. If it doesn't, no certainties there. Winnipeg, I like a lot. Um, I think they're a little top-heavy. Their top six is as good as anybody. Bottom six, I think if you're talking playoffs and winning the West, they'll, they'll probably look to make a move to, to get some support there. Um, but, you know, Dallas, you know, Minnesota has is, is kind of been okay. Yeah, I'm with you. It's open. All right, so I'll finish you off with this. If you're constructing a playoff roster, what would you rather have a lot of depth through all four of your lines and through all your defensive pairings or have a team kind of like you just referred to as Winnipeg as being that team that's got some elite talent at the top but maybe does not have the depth that some of those other teams have? It's an interesting question. Uh, I'd rather not be stuck with either one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good question. I think I believe a lot in depth. And like I'll go back to Colorado last year. So, the trade deadline's coming, and you look at the team, and I talked to their captain, Gabe Landeskog, after the cup final, and I didn't bring this guy's name up. He brought it up. But he said, you know, Andrew Cogliano for us was so important. 
And that guy came in, veteran guy. Some of the speeches he gave, you know, literally saying, like, I don't care. I'll clean the visors. Like, just I want to be a part of this. And it's infectious. And that is infectious to the guys that can make a difference still uh, at this point in their careers. They, you know, guys that got moved, you look at Claude Giroux, right? He goes to Florida. There's some big-name guys out there. Colorado goes out and gets Arturi Lekkinen. Probably didn't blow a lot of people's minds, but I live in Montreal. I've watched Arturi Lekkinen for a long time. He's exactly what they needed. A great four-checker, a guy who can still score, put the puck in the net, but supports the star players so well. So the, the teams, to me, that are the most successful are the ones that can identify what are those little pieces that we're missing. It's not the best player. It's not the biggest name. Uh, Claude Giroux would not have made sense for... Colorado and that's not a slight on them it's just not what they needed so that's what I try to think about when I'm, I'm looking at teams and you know what they could do to tinker where they can get a little better um, and some of that for for some of those teams is a depth guy for others it's you know let's get a, a star guy in here and just try to overwhelm with our, our top players he's Mike Kelly you see him on NHL Network you follow him on Twitter at Mike Kelly NHL Mike thank you so much for taking the time with us hopefully we can do this again in the future Yeah, my pleasure, and uh, glad I could just be one of many Kellys doing some media work in the St. Louis area. (laughs) Very good. Thank you. (laughs) We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.